Baines Plus One. You're listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, the show where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like a Pokemon trainer delving into their Pokemon collection. This week I had brilliant comedian over from the US, Omid Singh. We chatted comedy in the US and the UK. We also talked about beard tips and his new idea for a Pokemon movie. Enjoy. It's time for Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. Baines Plus One. You are listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, coming to you live on Hoxton Radio from Spitalfields Market. Hurrah! My uh, brilliant guest is here, Omid Singh. Hello. Hello. Here he is. I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> Been here the whole time. You're over from L to the A. L to the A. Not to be confused with Louisiana. Okay. Is that what they call it in America by being really cool? Is that just what we say in England? Uh, we say uh, West Side, you know, okay. the best coast, um, weed capital, you know, all that, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Excellent. And I hope you haven't brought any of that over with you because it's very strict to the airport. Just like seven or eight pounds, but okay. no big deal. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm you're just not arrested for that. little kids, that's all. Is yeah, that okay? that'd be fine. That's good. Um, so, I mean, what have you been up to? Besides selling weed to little yeah, kids? Yeah, apart um, from well, maybe more comedy things, but, you know, <laughs> anything you feel like sharing. Uh, I did the, I got here last Sunday. I did um, uh, Pickle Boy Comedy the other night, which yes. was amazing. Baines Plus One alumni, Luke Pickleboy Malloy. Oh, he's the best. He's been on the show. I met him in Edinburgh two years ago, and then he, he hooked me up. He's got a very good beard, actually, and so do you. Thank you. Any top beard maintenance tips? Um, Straight in. Don't with the let beard it get chat. smelly. That's okay. number one. Because it smells for other people, but mostly for yourself, you know? Because you're so close. So close. So close to the action. How do you stop the smell? It's, it's do you all, cover up with fresh smell? It's all, it's all willpower, you know? You okay. got to believe. Because oh. if you don't believe, then it's just going to get smellier and smellier. But if you, if you really want it to be clean... It'll be clean. So it's more of a kind of spiritual mindset than 100%. sort of a Febreze situation. 100%. Wow. Yeah. Apparently beard oil is very good. Beard oil is very good. Do you it's, use that? I have used it, but then guess what? It exploded in my bag. Can you believe it? Oh, on the way here. Not on the way here, but on the trip right before this one. And then I was lazy and I didn't buy another one. Oil is the worst as well because it's greasy, gets Ugh. stuck in stuff. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of the beard chat. What else have you been up to? Uh, I did the gong show two yes. weeks ago. So for people who don't know uh, the gong show, because it's quite infamous in the comedy world, how would you describe it? Uh, it's like uh, it's a comedy show with what feels like Simon Cowell behind a button telling you <laughs> you're no good. Great. Yeah. Because you get gonged off. You get you? gonged off if the audience doesn't like you. Correct. It's harsh. Uh, it's harsh if you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> he says because he won it. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> um, so do, they, do you get, because some of them, they give you two minutes grace and then the audience can vote you off. Or is this one of the ones where they can vote you off before you even reach the mic? Right. They they said that you can have a minute, or no, I'm sorry, 30 seconds of oh, grace. Okay, wow. And uh, the audience was nice. They did give most people 30 seconds, but a couple people got booed off right away. Well, a lot <gasps> of people made mistakes, to be honest. Like quick mistakes and it's like 
Why give them that extra 30 seconds if they're already making mistakes? <laughs> what do you think is it the biggest mistake to make? Oh, complaining complaining about the venue. Complaining about the venue is the biggest mistake because you're literally going up against 100 people and those 100 people came to that venue, paid tickets to get into yeah. that venue, and then you're on stage going, this venue sucks, and the audience just doesn't <laughs> doesn't appreciate that at all. It's like making someone, making fun of someone's family at like a gathering or something like that wow. in their house it just doesn't make don't sense. do that they no. will chuck you out they'll chuck you out and at my family we always have a gong so Good. we just gong people out well, we're asian so we have to have a gong <laughs> so did you is it five minutes five minutes so yeah. you lasted the full five minutes lasted the whole five minutes i was very happy did about you feel that. proud yeah of course i felt proud are you kidding me because i was you know one of only eight out of 30 that made it wow and that was really exciting and, I, and I'm always worried that people over here aren't going to like me just because, I don't know, they're not going to like me. But they, they do. That was like the so most weird. brutal way of testing your theory. Yeah. But <laughs> I was ready for it, to be honest. We have a show in L.A. called Roast Battle, which is two comedians going up and making fun of each other. Oh. So I've been in that hot seat before quite a, quite a bit. And it, it, I feel like it prepared me for the gong show. I've never done the gong show. I'm like, I'm staying well back. Pretty fun. I'm just gonna do normal comedy where they let me talk for ten minutes, even if they hate me. Yeah. Well, I really <laughs> wanted to get in at the comedy store, and, and the person who I emailed said that's the only way to get in. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Or you could do the funny women competition. That's how I got in next year. Yeah. yeah. I'll put in a good word for you. Thank you. Um, Omid, you're here with us for the whole show. I'm very excited. Me too. Coming up next is the quick fire round. Have you ever been in a quick fire situation previously? Uh, a firework got into my shirt once and burned <gasps> my neck. That was pretty quick fire. That is, wow. How did it get in your shirt? People were shooting bottle rockets, but instead of shooting them up into the sky, they were shooting them across, and one of them just <gasps> went into my shirt. And it, did it get stuck in there? Yeah, I got stuck in there. It burned my neck. That is like a nightmare firework situation. Yeah. That's the best answer to have you ever been in a quick... Normally people just say no. <laughs> well, you are going to ace this. I'm really excited. Keep it hooked to radio. Bains plus one. It is Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio with me, Samantha Baines, and... Omid Singh! Yeah! I pointed at you and you did it on cue. Mm-hmm. You're a pro. Now, Omid, we are going to do the quick fire round. Are you ready? Fire away. <laughs> oh, I like what you did there. Omid Singh, it's your quick fire round. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Acting or comedy? Comedy. America or UK? America. (gasps) Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Car or train? I thought that was a person's name. Uh, Train. (laughs) McDonald's or Wendy's? Wendy's. City or country? City. Pen or pencil? Pencil. Football or soccer? Football. Trump or May? I don't know May and I don't want to pick Trump. (laughs) She's our prime minister. (laughs) I'm going to go May. (laughs) Chocolate or crisps? Crisps. Adventurous or cautious? Adventures. Half empty or half full? Half full. Books or movies? Movies. TV or radio? TV. Ketchup, put it in the cupboard or the fridge? Fridge. Whoa. I mean, you passed apart from putting ketchup in the fridge. Really? Because that's cruel. But like, it's it's good because your french fries are hot and then your ketchup is cold. No, that is so wrong. Why, why do you want a cold dip? That's like, would you dip crisps in ice cream? Uh, what? Of course. Have you been to Wendy's? Oh That's my exactly God. what they do. <laughs> you dip it in a Frosty. I mean, we do not do that in the UK. 
What about ranch? You guys don't have ranch here, actually. No, what is that? Ranch is like your sour cream and onion dip. Okay. And that's cold. We have that. Yeah. Well, oh, well, but we wouldn't really keep that cold either. Like, it would be room temperature. Weirdo. But ketchup doesn't... It won't grow mold. That's a bad sign, first of all, of a condiment. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of chemicals in there. <laughs> We're not lying. Um, but I feel like there's no need to keep it in the fridge. I just like it cold. I'll eat. Have I persuaded you? Will you try keeping it in a cupboard? I'm sure I've had Maybe it. Maybe for like a week. I've had it in a cupboard. I'm not saying, you said preference and I would say I'd like it cold just because, you know, it's better. Okay. But is it because it's hotter in America than in the UK? Exactly. So we Global just want warming everything slightly America. warmer. Right. <laughs> Please, even the ketchup <laughs> is too cold. Um, now we have some more questions, but we've got a bit more time with these ones. Awesome. What is your biggest guilty pleasure? Food. Oh, ketchup. Ketchup, yeah. What what type of food? Uh, I mean, I'm not supposed to eat almost anything, and I eat everything. Why are you not supposed to eat it? I think I have IBS. Okay. Right? But sometimes that is just from anxiety. I know. I have that too. Okay. Oh, me too. But I, I don't want to say that that's the reason for everything, okay. but my it stomach is just is. bad, and then I love to eat when... When bad news comes, I'm just like, give me some yeah. ice cream or some chicken. Sugar or, is real good when uh, bad news it's comes. the worst. Um, do you have any intolerances? What do you mean? That would affect this IBS? Like, I'm intolerant to dairy. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I'm intolerant to many things, and I'm just uh, ignorant to it. Maybe so you've never had it tested? Uh, I have, and they always say no, but oh. I'm sure they're wrong. So what's the worst food for your IBS? Top question. Onions. 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 Wow. But I love them. Yeah. yeah. Why on what what it just makes you pop to the just loo. just makes a bad a big Time. old mess. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, what's the most recent lie you've told? I actually haven't lied since I was 18. That is ridiculous. It's a true story. Not even a tiny lie. Not even a tiny lie. So like if you're late to something? Nope. No lies. You're never late. Not, not that I'm never late, but no lies. Oh. I'll, I'll be completely honest. I've told bosses that I missed a shift because I was drunk. and Wow. Oh, yeah. I can't do it anymore. I was a compulsive liar as a, as a child. I lied so hard up until the age of 18. And then I got caught cheating at a poker game at my house. I was just, you know, trying to uh, make sure that I won. Yeah. I, I still lost, but all my friends knew that I was cheating. And then they called me out on it. And after that day, I've, I've never lied again. Oh, wow. It's like an intervention. Pretty much. What's the worst lie you told before you were 18? The worst lie or the dumbest lie? I feel like you want to tell me the dumbest. Well, the so. dumbest <laughs> lie was telling these three girls that I knew Blink-182. Wow. And that I was going to get them backstage passes. Because? And then I <laughs> made up fake backstage passes, <laughs> got them laminated, gave it to them. But Did I they go? Well, I didn't look up when the concert was. So uh, I just gave them backstage pass. I'm like, this will be good anytime. But they never went? No. Oh, so they didn't even find you out? I mean, of course they... F I mean, they knew that it wasn't real. Uh, it was a terrible job. I love job. that you laminated it. I had to laminate like it. Like the cost involved. That yeah. is real My mom commitment. took me. My mom took me to get them laminated. <laughs> what were you like? Mom, I'm lying to these girls. Yeah. Can you... Yeah, I was like, Mom, right. I, I got to go do this. Because we used to move around a lot. Like, I never went to the same oh, school so for more than a year. to be friends. No, I just didn't care. Oh, okay. I just couldn't, I couldn't 
bring myself to caring to make friends. So I was like, I'm only going to see these people for a year. So might as well be the best I could be. But maybe is, you did care and you wanted them to love you. Maybe, but let's not get into okay, that. Psychology. <laughs> What's the one thing you couldn't live without? Uh, women. <laughs> Great, because it was just International Women's Day. No. Why women? Uh, because if it's not women, what are we doing all this for, huh? Okay. Am I right? right? Uh, presumably you're straight then. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, we're not sure yet. Okay. Well, yeah. Pretty it's sure. It's fluid. Uh, any secret habits or talents? I can make a sound that nobody else in the world can make. Oh my God. Go for it. What's really creepy is that your mouth doesn't move. It's, it's just my, like it's you're smiling. Tongue. Yeah, it's my tongue. It sounds like a... What's that called? There's a little contraction. Kazoo? Yeah. A little bit like a kazoo, yeah. How did you realize that you can make that noise? I was a kid and I just flipped my tongue back and then I started making that sound and then I was like, I can probably do the Mario theme. And then I just started doing the Mario theme. <laughs> okay, I'm g we're going to film this and we're going to put it on social media. Heck yeah. Because everyone needs to see it. Don't forget you can tweet us throughout the show if you have any questions or comments or you just want to say hi. At Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S and at Hoxton Radio as well. And you're on Twitter too, aren't you? I am on Twitter, yeah. At Brownman3000. There we go. Tweet us all. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines. We She'll be back on me with interview proper. Oh, jazz music. You're listening to Bass Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, and my special guest. Omid Singh. Yeah. Now, Omid, it is interview proper. Great. <laughs> Real life career questions. Okay. Like Piers Morgan. Do you know Piers Morgan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does Piers Morgan's stories. What's it called? Anyway, he makes people cry. Right. That's the aim for this section. Okay. Let's, let's go for <laughs> it. You're so unfazed. I, I I'm not going to make you cry. I should, well, I mean, I could cry because I only... Okay, never mind. I, I won't break the news. But what? I can only cry if I'm on an airplane watching a movie with headphones on. Really? Yeah. That is a very specific set of circumstances. But I have headphones on right now, so we're a third of the way there. Okay. And I have been in a movie and that has been shown on an airplane. Wow. So... What movie? Oh, it's called A Royal Night Out. Ooh. Yeah. That's cool. That huge movie that everyone's heard of. Sure, sure. I mean, it was in the cinema. Um, <laughs> so I could reenact it now and make you cry. I do have an emotion bit. Okay. Okay. So uh, we'll reenact it. This is going to be great for people listening. So Princess Elizabeth. So we're, so imagine the scene. We're at the, the palace, Buckingham Palace, at the gates. It's the 1950s. The king and queen are on their balcony waving. Princess Elizabeth, incognito, is with me at the gates. I'm just a cockney bird. She says to me, Did you lose someone? And I look stunned, inhale on a herbal cigarette, get a little bit glassy eye, and then everyone starts going, 10, 9, 8, because they do a countdown, I don't know why. How, did you? I felt it. I mean, I felt the emotion stirring in my heart. I, I did a bit of glassy eye, did you see? I did. And the herbal cigarette really, that was good. They are disgusting. Have you ever had a herbal cigarette? Is that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you have them on set because they can't kill you with real cigarettes. Mm. Health and safety. Anyway, your career. 
<laughs> not the highlights of mine. Um, comedy. Right. So when, how did you get into comedy and performing? Uh, my sister, who's older than me, was an improviser in high school. Oh. And when I was in middle school, I would go and see them, her and her friends. And I, was, I thought they were the funniest people ever. So then I started with improv for four years. And then my senior year, before I graduated, and I was like, oh, everyone's going to go their own way. Uh, I don't want to keep doing this. So I just started doing stand-up. So for you, that was just the option to continue doing comedy without the people who were going off all around the country. Right. I still thought I was going to be an improviser because I, I went to New York and took all the Upright Citizens Brigade classes and all that stuff. But after I tried to get into their advanced study program and they didn't let me in. And then after that, I really just started focusing on stand-up. You were like, well, yeah. I'll show you. I mean, kind of. I was very upset with that because they also at the same time they were doing like a initiative for diversity. And I was like, well, yeah, let me in. And then they're like, nah. <laughs> I'm super diverse. I am super diverse. I was very sad. But sometimes it seems to be the rejections that kind of propel people onto their real career path. Pretty much the last like eight years. Yeah. So what was your first comedy gig like? Doing stand-up. Uh, first comedy gig was in high school, and I stole half of Eddie Izzard's act. <laughs> Good. Did, did a bunch of bits about uh, watching girls play hopscotch, and uh, I like my women like I like my coffee in a plastic cup, and I just thought I could get away with it, and I just did it, and then... Uh, did, I, it, did it go well? Oh, it went great. Are you kidding me? And then... Uh, my I, I didn't have a closer prepared, so I just kind of made up a closer on the spot, and it got a huge laugh. And then I was like, "Okay, that's it. I'm done. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna do this forever." And did did the gigs carry on like that at the beginning? Uh, just that first one was was because again I got called out for it. Everybody was like, "That's all Eddie's." <laughs> I was like, "Nah, whatever." So was this pre eighteen in the still compulsive lying stage? Correct. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'd been caught yet. I might have. It was just around the same time. Okay. It was all. All around the same time. No, you know what? It was after. I did comedy after I got caught lying. That's for sure. So instead of lying, you just plagiarized. Just plagiarized. Yeah. Which fine. is not lying. No, it's sort of, it's like withdrawals of lying. Yeah. You've got to take it in stages. Yeah, exactly. Cold turkey. So you, you said you never lie. Do you always tell the truth on stage? No, that's different. Oh, I see. Bits, bits are oh, different. Now we're separating. Of stuff. course, bits are different. You can you can make up. I mean, you got to make up bits. If you don't make up bits, well, then... some some comedians are like, I never make anything up. Everything I say is true. They're lying. <laughs> They're really. I, lying. I like sort of adding some flowery interest to exactly. certain things. Yeah, you got to add some sort of detail to it. So, how do you go about writing your material? I write down everything. Literally everything that pops into my brain, funny, not funny, politically correct, not politically correct, okay. I write it all down. And then I'll look at it, and then I'll try to add punchlines to it later. So where do you write it? Are you a phone person or a notebook person? If it's a one-liner, it goes in the phone. If it's a bit, it goes into the notebook. Oh, why is that? Because uh, the phone is closer and on me, and if I just have like a one-liner joke that I enjoy, I just put it in there. But if I need to actually work on a bit, it goes into the notebook, which goes into my back pocket. And where do you like to work on your comedy? Do you have like an ideal setting for being the most creative? Yeah, my room. Okay, I your love my bedroom. Room. Bedroom, yeah. I have a couch and I have my bed and I just like switch between the two every once in a while. And 
Is there an ideal position? Is lying good? Lying down is good until the bit is like almost like 50 to 60% done. And then I stand up and I pace and see what it would feel like to be on stage and and doing the the joke. Do you say it out loud in your bedroom? I'm starting to do so because I used to not. I used to just do what was in my head and write it down. But I couldn't write it fast enough and I'd forget it. So now I have to think about it, say it, then write it. Also, sometimes I find, I don't know if you find this, the first time you say something out loud, you realize that it's not funny or it has potential. Right. Whereas sometimes on paper, it seems completely different. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I tell some jokes that I don't find funny that the audience finds very funny. So it just depends. So you've done a lot of comedy. You've done the Edinburgh Fringe. You're going to be there again this year. Right. So your first show, tell us a bit about that. My first show, my debut show was called My Favorite Words in the English Language. Great. It was at the Tron. And I got just the tonic. Just the tonic. 2015. 2015. I got a one star review from Kate Copstick. Ideal. From the Scotsman. And, uh, She's notoriously harsh, though, we should say. Right. And uh, apparently a one star from her is better than like a three star from her, like because it's more like prestigious to get like a, <laughs> a crappy review. Yeah. It's not just, that's fine. Yeah. It's like, I hated she, it. She didn't like it. She felt emotion. Yeah. Well, because there was only like good. eight of us in the crowd. And, and so I kind of, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know her, her like legacy or whatever. So I just kind of, I kept asking her questions and stuff. Just okay. kept trying to bug her, and uh, she just didn't. She, just she didn't really enjoyed it. that. No, she hated it. <laughs> but she gave me like a small compliment. But other than that, it was what just, was the small compliment? She said, uh, um, "In the mess or in the chaos, there's a good comic in a tomb, but you didn't see that tonight." Da, 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 da. <laughs> in a tomb. Yeah, like I hadn't like, like Egyptian yeah, style. Yeah. Nice. So she didn't even know my race. I like that. <laughs> You should, your next show should be. Kid Copstick, comic, star review. Comic in a tomb. Comic in a Really tomb. catchy. Yeah. I like it. And you could have like an, an elaborate set. That would like be Like pyramids. Fun. Like Illuminati style. Yeah, it'd be great. I'm sure Tom Hanks will get involved. Yeah. Um, so, but you are, you're, you're back this year, but you're yes. doing something a little bit different. Yeah, I'm doing a storytelling show with my buddy Jeffrey Baldinger, who's another LA comedian. We came up with this game called Story Poker. And it's a game of poker, but instead of using cards, we tell stories. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So how do you win? Uh, you win by having the best story. So oh. there's five of us that'll play around a table. Hopefully you'll be one of them oh, if thanks. you're available. And, uh, I'll have to check my diary. Please, please. I will be available. And uh, <laughs> one person tells a story, and then the other four players have to tell a story related to that first story. Oh, okay. So you can't, like, pre-plan. You can pre-plan if you want to go first. So if you if you pre-plan the best, you'll get to tell your story. Because, like in poker, we have an ante. So an ante is a one word or phrase that best describes the story you want to tell. Okay. So that's everybody shares their ante, whatever that one word or phrase is. Jeff will pick the uh, ante that he likes the most that's the first story and then all other players have to connect to that story so is it how is it the best story is it the funniest story or just overall the best it's the funniest ante so whatever is the whatever is the most captivating word or phrase that will describe the story the story doesn't have to be the funniest story but the the ante has to be the funniest okay. to be chosen so and yeah. who vote who decides the winner the audience the audience decides the winner 
Jeopardy. Yeah. I like it. And is this this going to be a podcast? This is a podcast right now, yeah. And we're hopefully going to make it into a radio show and then a TV show. Amazing. So can we listen to previous Not yet. Goes? Right now it's not online yet. We haven't started. <gasps> We've recorded our first season, which was 10 episodes with 50 comedians in Los Angeles. We're about to start recording our second season. We haven't released anything yet, but it'll be out pretty soon. And will it be on iTunes? It'll be on iTunes, it'll be on SoundCloud, Lip Sync, all that stuff. Great. Well, let us know and we'll we'll tweet it and Thank retweet you. it so people can check it out. Thank you. Um, and so gigging and comedy, what you've done some gigs in London, you've done some gigs in America. What's is there is there a difference? Yes. There is a difference. <laughs> what is it? England is better. <gasps> yes. Much better. That's what I wanted to hear. Because uh, it's more depressing here. Okay, great. It's Thank just it's just sadder. <laughs> it's sadder and smarter. Like like the middle of America is very sad, but they're very dumb. Okay. So comedy kind of goes over their heads. But here it's like, you know, you don't see the sun ever besides today. Yeah. And then people are relatively smarter here, I would say. They're just more, a, a little bit more cultured. Um, we want to laugh. Except when it comes to voting, you know. But other than that, you're pretty good. Well, I think you guys are quite bad at voting. Well, we got rigged, so... <laughs> Ours is, our, we got hacked. Did you? By oh, Russia. Oh my God. Yeah. Seriously. They're really good at hacking. They are. Uh, well, we're going to be talking about much more, not just politics. Sure. Plus one. It is Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio, and it is time for our Plus One round. Omid, how do you feel? I feel great. Do you go to a lot of events with a Plus One? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I prefer to not go so to events with a Plus One unless it's a comedy show. Yeah, it's because some comics bring like an entourage when they do comedy. Yeah. Do you do that? No, I'm not there yet. Sometimes I bring my husband, but he hates it. <laughs> He's like, I could do your routines for you. <laughs> I've seen it all too many times. Well, we're going to find out about your plus ones in our new section, plus one. Mm. So um, I'm going to give you events and you need to tell me who you'd like to bring. Celebrity, fictional character, historical figure, whoever you would like to choose. So the first event... Who would your plus one be to the premiere of Argo? Um, uh, premiere of <laughs> so Argo. hot. My mom? Is Argo a film? Argo is a film. I'm in that film. <gasps> oh, I see yeah. the link. That's why we should have talked about that in the career section. Well, I mean, I'm in it for like a half of a second. Yeah, but that's exciting. It was pretty exciting. It's the one with where they're undercover. Yeah, I don't know how much to say. I don't want to give it away. Yeah, I mean, it came out in 2012, so if you haven't seen it, (laughs) that's your problem. Okay, your mum. Did you go to the premiere? No. Didn't go to the premiere. I'm but not even you, credited. Can you believe that? Really? I'm not even credited. But I, I do harsh. get residual checks every couple months, which Great. is amazing. Yeah. That's the best bit. That's the best bit. So you'd bring your mom. Why would you bring your mom? Because she's Iranian and she lived through that stuff. And, you know, it's a premiere of a film. You don't want to take like a significant other because then they'll just be like talking to Ben Affleck the whole time. You want to take her <laughs> somewhere where there's no tension. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, what, what plus one would you bring to Trump's inauguration? Oh, the blackest person I could find. Okay. Yeah. Someone you know or just off the street? Just off the street, really. And why is that? Uh, Just because we'd have a great time together, (laughs) just getting yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. The mob would turn on you. Right. Which would be super fun. It would be. Would you go if you 
I mean, it's happened, but if you no. were invited, no, no, not to an inauguration. No, correspondence dinner, yes. Oh, but okay. not not the inauguration. Who would you bring as your plus one to your high school prom? Uh, the girl I was dating in high school, right? Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Did you bring her? To, did you have prom? Yeah, we have prom. Did you bring her? Yeah, I asked her. In a, I asked her in a very fun way. The movie Three Hundred had just come out. Yeah, and I I put on a cape and I wrote, "I know three hundred men will ask you, but will you go to prom <gasps> with me?" That's cute. So you wouldn't change anything. You'd still take her. Of course, I still take her. That's really nice. Yeah, you're a nice person. I know. Who would you take to travel back in time with? Um, my buddy Robbie. <laughs> Why would he be good? Because he's kind of weird. He looks a little bit like a wizard. Okay. And he just has a, like a good back in time quality. And uh, he'd be adventurous. He'd complain a little bit. We've talked about being on the Amazing Race together. So I feel like Amazing Race, time travel, it's kind of the same Similar, thing. yeah. yeah. What, so because he looks like a wizard, what would you just convince people that he's magical? Yeah, and you've like he's a medicine future? man or something like oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, finally, who would you bring with you to opening night when you headline Madison Square Garden? Oh, my God. Uh, I would bring uh, my opener, uh, <gasps> who my opener would be, if, would be I, opener? if I got to choose. Oh, my gosh. This isn't a dream. I would choose uh, Mark Marin <laughs> <laughs> To open. To open. Yeah. Nice. And you just bring him as your plus one? Yeah. You just hang out backstage? Yeah. That's really cool. That'd be fun. I think I'd have Amy Schumer. Nice. You're listening to Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. The news on Baines Plus One. Sit back and listen to Baines and her guests analysing some of the most important stories breaking this week. Really important news coming up. Also, we've been discussing social media. And I just said the words, maybe I should wear a bikini and Photoshop my body. I feel bad. Just for the followers. I feel dirty. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep all my clothes on and Photoshop my face. So it's time for the headlines. Omid, can you read them for me? Yes, I can. Uh, Pokemon Go until the end. Lock me up before I go down. Six feet under and still on Facebook. A bottle of fresh air. And if you're Nicole Kidman and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> We're not going to clap. These are the very important news headlines this week. First of all, Pokemon Go until the end. A Pokemon Go player died of a heart attack moments after catching a very rare Lapras. The man, 67, was playing in Singapore when he spotted the ice Pokemon highly sought after in the game. He's an experienced player at level 28. He'd caught more than 200 different monsters, we're calling them. No, Pokemon. And he was out on a hunting trip when he became ill. Analysis of his phone in the moments before his death showed that he'd just caught the sea creature Lapras as well as Granbull, one of the second generation monsters released in a recent update of the game. He'd been out to find uh, Pokemon in the Marina Bay Sands in Singapore after eating a meal with his family on Sunday afternoon. His wife said there was a sudden call from the hospital after 6pm. It's so sad. At that moment, I knew things were bad, she said. Apparently, uh, she suspected a heart attack because he'd suffered cardiac problems before. But Pokemon... Are we saying that Pokemon Go killed him? No, I think being 67 in Singapore killed him. What do you think? Probably. 67's not that old, though. In Singapore, that's like 300. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. 
I, uh, no, well, there's a lot of pollution in Singapore, isn't there? Yeah. But it's a beautiful crime. place. Yeah. Is there a lot of crime? Yeah. I, w- I went there, I just remember amazing shopping malls. Um, wow. Pokemon Go. Do you think he went happy, though? He must have. He just caught a really rare Pokemon. Yeah. Are you into Pokemon Go? Uh, I'm, in, I'm not into Pokemon Go, but I'm into Pokemon. Okay. I'm trying to write a Pokemon movie, actually. <gasps> Are you into Pokemon? Uh, I was really into Pokemon Go. Okay. And obviously I like Pokemon. We, I was so into it. Me and my husband used to drive around at night and then just, like, sit in the car and catch Pokemon. Can I tell you about this movie? Yeah. It's called Pokemon Dark. Okay. Who who would who would be Ash Ketchum in a movie called Pokemon Dark? I'll give you two guesses. Are they American? It's a hint. Yeah, it's Pokemon Dark, right? Dark. Ash Ketchum. You? No. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's a real TV actor, movie <laughs> movie star. I don't know. Donald Glover. Okay. Do you know him? The, uh, yeah, I feel like I do, but I can't picture him. He's in Atlanta. He's in the TV show Community. Okay. Oh yeah, I think I know. He's my okay. Ash Ketchum. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what happens? What happens? He uh, he has a char he has a Charmander. Oh, I love And then those. he starts like using his Charmander, and then it evolves into a Charmeleon, and then he fights a big boss. He fights Gary. You remember Gary? Gary was Ash's enemy okay. in the old video game. Okay. Gary has now become a world class trainer, played by Jim oh, Carrey. Yes. And he's kind of he's insane big. with power. Yeah. And he and he's a he's a gym leader. Donald Glover is Ash. Not Ash Ketchum, but as Ash yeah. goes and fights him, beats him, <gasps> yes. and then is on a boat ride back to his hometown. And when he's on the boat ride back from his hometown, what happens? He sees a Gyarados Whoa. pop out of the water. Charmeleon evolves into Charizard. Yes, Charizard. Credits. Is it a cliffhanger? Yeah, because we got to make a second yeah, one. Yeah, okay, great. Charizard's my favorite Pokemon of all. Exactly, and you get to see him in this first movie, and then you get to see him fight in the second one. Ideal. It's like Game of Thrones when they make the dragon, and then like they really make the dragon. <laughs> I'm in. Can I play a uh, passenger on the boat? Yes. Cute. You're in. Lock me up before I go down. An elderly woman has managed to cross off a rather unusual item from her bucket list after she was arrested and booked into a jail cell at her local police station. Annie, <laughs> from the Netherlands not from the musical, has always wanted to experience what it would be like to be jailed. And her wish finally came true. Um, uh, then they, the police in her hometown in East Netherlands granted her wish of giving her the inside experience. Pictures shared by the police on the Facebook page So Annie smiling with glee as she sat handcuffed and waving to the camera within her cell. Wow. I'm going to bet a million dollars Annie's white. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Do, do, have you ever wanted to be? Have you ever been arrested? Never been arrested. Thankfully, never been arrested. Done a lot of legal stuff, but I've just never been arrested. Have you ever wanted to be arrested? Of course not. Okay. No. Why would I want to be arrested? Yeah, I feel like it's strange. But I guess if you hadn't done it, and she's almost a hundred, so you'd be like, yeah, why not? Hey, death is its own jail, so she should have just waited. You know? <laughs> wow. You can't get out of that one. Yeah, but there's no bars. You don't it's know just... that. There's like a gate. Oh. An offense. Do you think there's like wardens? Yeah. Wow. And they tell you when to go to sleep and when to, you know. It's got really deep. Yeah. It's good linking to the next one. Six feet under and still on Facebook. A husband kissed his wife goodbye before being buried in a coffin under a city street. 
His friends and family closed the lid of the casket, dumped soil on top of it today after John Edwards climbed inside the box and laid down. The pensioner is to spend three days inside a coffin in a hole outside a church in Belfast. But he will have the benefit of mod cons, including broadband internet. And John hopes the stunt will help raise awareness for those suffering from addiction and depression. He's a former addict and he founded the charity Walking Free, which helps people who are su- suicidal and those with addiction. And he's going to live stream and he's going to give advice to addicts from inside his coffin. He said, I'm a former addict. I've been clean and sober for 25 years. I'm making a very large coffin. I'm burying it in East Belfast and I'm going to live in it for three days. What do you think of that? Ornid? I'm a little confused. Is he living in it with his wife or is he living in it by himself? No, just by himself. Oh, okay. She just was... kissed him by. Oh, oh, she kissed him by. Yeah. I thought she died and then he's staying in a coffin with her for three days. Oh, no. He's Buried. just alone as a sort of stunt to raise awareness, live streaming from a coffin. I think it's selfish. Do you? Yeah. But he's he set up this amazing charity and he Does wants he? to raise awareness. I mean, what awareness is he going to raise? This is some, I feel like this is some it is David quite, stuff right here. Yeah, it is. I, I feel like there's not necessarily the clearest link right. to the charity that he set up. Apart from like, bad stuff can happen and you can die. Yeah, not about it. Yeah. Also, it's quite a lot to put yourself through. Is it though? You could just spend some time with... Helping people. Yeah. This is more of an attention grabber. Yeah. It might get press. It has on Hoxton Radio. A (laughs) bottle of fresh air. British expat is selling fresh mountain air from Switzerland for £200 a bottle. IT consultant John Green, who's lived in Basel for 20 years, captures air in a secret location high up in the Swiss Alps. And he's going to ship it all around the world. Would you buy fresh air for £200 or me? No. No. Not for £200. Who would buy that? Apparently people. people in smog-filled cities, but... Musicians, celebrities. This is for some high-class people, you know. Alpine air. 16-year-old girls having, like, a party. <laughs> what? They just want to breathe some fresh air? Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, if you can make the money. Why not? If you're Nicole Kidman and you know it, clap your hands. Award ceremonies can be tough going for the average Hollywood A-lister attending, last, attending Oscars. Uh, all that clapping is punishing work. And who are we to judge Nicole Kidman? But she has a bit of a weird way of clapping. The technique includes your fingers pointed awkwardly outwards with only the palms touching and it was picked up by viewers on social media from the Oscars. Lots of people have been talking about it. Are we really surprised that she's a weird clapper? No, I think she was just clapping like you'd clap like if you'd just done your nails. Right. To keep them away from the... I right. think it's fine. Or like... Or sometimes if you clap with rings on, it hurts. Yeah. I feel like people need to chill out. People need to chill out. As, long, it, as long as she's clapping. She's not fine. hurting anybody. She's clapping. Her fingers do look... Have you seen the video of it? I've seen the video. Her fingers do look like ridiculously right. long. Yeah. And at a strange angle. Yeah. So we want to make sure she's not hurting herself. And it, it, yeah, it was a weird thing to see, but there's many reasons that you should clap like that. I agree. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Should we, should we clap into the next song? Sure. Like Nicole Kidman would. Okay. Ready? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Go. It's Frankie. Baines plus one. Poem of the week on Baines plus one. Oh, Omi, do you like my music? Yeah, it's great. 
Do you feel like in the poetry zone? I do. I wish it was raining, though. I just feel like this is a little bit more rainy yeah, music. Yeah, like in a really warm room, maybe a cup of tea. Mm. Let's get our poetry on on Baines Plus One. Now, you have written a poem, haven't you? I have. Are you... Do you want to introduce it? Um, it's a poem about the times that we live in Okay. currently. Does it have a title? Um, let's go with current. Okay, nice. Here All we right. go. It's the poem of the week. Stage is set. The drinks are served. I haven't told a joke since the election occurred. My mind is preoccupied and my notebook is stiff. Jesus Christ, he tweeted another tiff. People are tired of the same old, same old. Let's hear something new. Baka baka lapa daba flold. Poem of the week. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you. Um, you said you weren't political. And then I, yeah, but that's you you know, getting all involved. It's poetry, you can't. Poetry's got to be political. Okay, you know? well, mine is really political. Mine is about my new haircut. Okay, and it's called Short Mess. I just got my hair cut short. I can no longer hide behind my hairy fort. My face is now free for all to see, which means I need to cover up my spots. But short hair on others gives me the hots. Alas, I now have nothing to swing, to head bang and ting. Not that I do that much anyway much not that i do that anyway much there's also less to touch why did you do it then you cry and i will tell you why i was mainly avoiding doing work so i decided to lurk in town and to flip my frown i thought i'd get a treat i'd already had something to eat and the hairdressers was next door and all that strangest hair on the floor just coaxed me in the price i paid was a sin but it's always nice to have a posh preen and my face really needed a spring clean there you go did you give me snaps? Yeah. Thank you. That's so nice of you. <laughs> um, so that, those are our poems of the week. Have you ever written a poem before? Yeah, I think I've written a couple. Do you enjoy poetry? Um, yes. Not listening to it, but writing it. <laughs> okay, so you really didn't enjoy mine. <laughs> no, I liked yours. But you enjoyed the process. Yeah, I like the process. Yeah. Do you enjoy rhyme? Yes. I All my poems rhyme without fail. I mean, some of them are difficult rhymes. Um, as I'm sure you heard, but no, no, they're great. <laughs> There's a great website called Rhyme Zone. Really? You basically put in a word and it tells you all the words that rhyme with it. But come on, that's cheating. Is it though? Because sometimes you really have to shoehorn rhyme a rhyming zone. word in. No, Shakespeare didn't have wine, and that the Rhyme Zone, and that's why he invented his own words. There you go. <laughs> but now in the English language, very exciting. Or means really over the poetry. Okay, we're going to be back with more. More chats. We're going to talk about Edinburgh again. It's fine. You're listening to Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. Now, we do need to remind people about your Edinburgh show. Okay. Because we touched on it a little bit. So it's a storytelling poker podcast. Correct. Story poker. Story poker, I like it. Yeah. And it, but you're only doing a limited run in Edinburgh. A very limited run. The August uh, 21st through the 27th, every day at the Counting House, mm-hmm. the Counting Room, Counting House, Counting House, and the Ballroom uh, at 1:45 p.m. There we go. In Edinburgh time, it's like the morning. It's the morning. So come get it. So this is a lovely start to your day. Exactly. Come get day drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and um, can people buy tickets? Or it's it actually free. The- it's oh, a great. free fringe show. 
uh, we're gonna pass a bucket around, put five pounds in there, you nice. know, because we're flying all the way across the uh, world to come do the show. <laughs> And uh, it's it's a real hoot. You're going to really enjoy it. So we can see that at the end of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Edinburgh. Exactly. And the podcast will be out soon, so people should look out for it. Exactly. What's it going to be called? Do you know? It's called Story Poker. It's going to be at Story Poker on Twitter, which you can start following us now. And the uh, website will be www.storypoker.com. Great. And you are in London for a few more days. I'm in London until Tuesday. So if people want to come and see you, like, gigging. Gigging. Tonight's my last night of gigging besides Monday where I'm doing a improv, not improv, but like doing a open mic jazz show. It's like a, <gasps> What? Yeah, it's like there's a jazz band and then comics get to do uh, comedy in front of a jazz band. So it's going to be really exciting. Wow. What? So they, like, play along to your jokes? Yeah. That's cool. That's Where's gonna that going to be? Oh, I don't know. I think it's like a, some jazz cafe or something like that. But if, I'm sure if you look up jazz, stand up, open mic, it'll it'll pop up on Facebook. And, Amazing. Under the events. And tonight you're doing Backyard Comedy in the Comedy Store. Yeah. So Comedy Store at 8 o'clock, Backyard. I'll be there at around 10, 15. So go to one of them. Don't go to both. And uh, you can see me at either one. Great. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, some people might be coming to my gig. Or some people might be going to your gig. Comedy in Holborn. Yeah. Um, but maybe you could just flip between the two. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people are going to go to tons of gigs tonight. I mean, they'd be lucky to go to either of our gigs. I know. Wouldn't they? They would it's, be. It's Big Thursday night out. Yeah. What's your favorite night of the week to gig? Uh, Thursday. Is it? Probably. Are you just saying that because it's Thursday? Well, I mean, the weekends don't <laughs> count. Weekends are its own beast. And then yeah, definitely. Thursdays are fun. I like, well, Tuesdays is a fun night in LA. That's a fun night to stay out until like two or three in the morning. And, oh, Tuesday? And yeah. What? Yeah, we have a show that starts at midnight in, in wow. on Tuesdays. So we're late. We're, we're late bloomers. We, we like to go to bed at like 11 on a Tuesday. No, no beds. When the tube finishes. Yeah, we all got to drive, so yeah, we got our own tube. Um, so we we have talked a little bit about because obviously you're gigging around London and LA, and you were in Argo, I was. which we discovered. You've also done a, a bit of telly. Have I? Yeah. Well, didn't you? Wasn't it a Comedy Central yes. where you did the roasting? Yes, I was on Comedy yeah. Central's roast battle. Yeah. Well, that's telly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I forgot. It just happened. <laughs> I forgot. What is that like? Because is it? You, do you have to be horrible to the other comedian? Yes. You're going to be extremely racist. Really? Yes. <laughs> do you? Yeah, you do. Okay. And that's the way That's you in win. the rules. That's in the rules. You got to be extremely racist and not and not take anything personal. And can we see can we watch this again? You Does can it come watch out it again. yet? Yeah, it's it's been out on Comedy Central for a while. You just got to look up Roast Battle. I was on the preliminaries. I wasn't on the actual tournament. Okay. But uh, if you're on Periscope, do you have Periscope? Yeah. Every Tuesday you can watch Roast Battle on Periscope, and that's totally worth watching. So how do you plan for something like that? Like did you plan some insults? Oh right, yeah. Going you, get, in? you get a month notice about who you're going to battle, then you sit them down, talk to them, see uh who they are, who their family is, and like all that kind of stuff. And then you write. Oh my a god! Jokes. Did you say horrible things about their family? I said horrible things about his girlfriend. That's what I did. I Do said you know some, her? I met her afterwards, and she's very <gasps> sweet, and okay. she likes me a lot. And we, we became Instagram followers, and all that kind did of stuff. Did you? Did you win? I lost on TV. Oh. But I'm pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Did you win other times? Yes. Like in the rehearsals. Yes, I've Great. won plenty of times, but it's not about winning or losing. To be honest, I know that's what losers say. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's it's more so they to do. have a good show. Okay. Yeah. So we can check that out on Comedy Central and we can watch the roast battle on Periscope. Yep. So what's next for you and what's the dream for you? Uh, next is getting Story Poker made mm-hmm. into a show. That's, that's really the next goal. Um, other than that, it's... You know, the dream is still to be a late night show host, something on the Tonight Show okay. or the Late Show and stuff like that. So to host your own show, host my own show, yeah, and have like what comedians, entertainment people, everything. Just have just have the classic late night feel of 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 American late night programming. And Johnny what, Carson, you know. What would you bring to that format? What would be new? Uh, why would I make it? W- why would I make it? Uh, because it'll be different. It'll be innovative. It'll be something that people haven't seen on television in a long time or ever to, in, in that case. Um, Why? Because it's all white guys. It's oh, all the right, same, okay. It's all the same dudes over and over again with the same platform. And uh, So you're going to get more interesting guests. More interesting guests, more diversity, more more everything. I like it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too is what I'm pitching at the moment. So that's the big dream for you. Yeah. That's the Any big other dream. life goals? Uh, be happy. That's a nice one. Does that count? Yeah, I like that. It's not going to happen. Why? It's just not. Because you're not sleeping at the moment in the UK. We've ruined it for you. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) sleeping in the UK, but that doesn't have to do with happiness. I I just, you know, happiness, it's not real. (gasps) What? If I've had a good 12 hours sleep, I get real happy. But that doesn't last. Yeah, but you can have fleeting moments of happiness and it's wonderful. Yeah, but... uh, I don't know. That's like we can't end the show like this. You can't say there's no such thing as happiness, and then I'm like, "Bye, guys. See you next week." I mean, it makes perfect sense when you think about it. Because what is life but thinking there's happiness and then it ending? Wow. Without any happiness, I can't end the show like that. (laughs) Can you think of something super upbeat to say as your last few words to London? Can I tell a joke? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. All right. What happened to the cow's best friend? She moved. You got it. Yeah. Look how happy that is. <laughs> look look We're at that. We're so happy. That's amazing. <laughs> That's great. She moved. Well, okay. Well, we're very happy people here at Hoxton Radio. Uh, but thank you so much to my special guest, Omid Singh. Thank you yeah, very much. Thank you. Thanks for coming over to London and greeting us and letting us enjoy your comedy. I'll be back next Thursday, 12 to 2 on Hoxton Radio. Don't forget you can catch this show and all the previous shows on iTunes. Head to Baines Plus One. Uh, you can also vote for us in the UK podcast, British podcasting awards if you want just search Baines plus one and put it in that'd be really nice thank you very much see you next Thursday bye Baines plus one Thanks for listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. The show is originally recorded on Hoxton Radio and the podcast is sponsored by Penguin in the Room, award-winning marketing for the arts. Go to www.penguinintheroom.com for more info. Don't forget you can follow me on social medias at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S on Twitter and Instagram and facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines on Facebook. Please subscribe and leave us a nice review.